0: Thank you so much. My name is Chase. This is Chase Talks Hip Hop, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hey everybody, I would like to thank StereotypeCo.com for officially sponsoring the podcast and looking out for your boy Chase. And I want to thank them for making awesome clothing, making great content, blogs, conducting awesome interviews. It's a really great platform and I would love it if the Chase Talks hip-hop family could extend an arm and meet up and please, please support StereotypeCo.com. The reason I support them so heavy is because they support me heavy. And I appreciate everything that they do to look out for me. I love the clothing. I love uh, what Dave Noodles has done to build the company. It's really something I can stand behind. And I think it's something you should check out. So please, if you're tired of me talking about it, click the link below and check out StereotypeCo.com for awesome, awesome content and awesome, awesome merch. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Chase Talks Hip Hop Podcast. And I want to do a quick introduction. For Ad AMA. I apologize about the noise and everything, but I just want to show some love to Ad AMA for coming on the show. This is part one. Part two will be dropping next Monday, I believe. We got into uh, mainly a lot of political stuff. Our next half will uh, much more with the conversation, we'll probably gravitate more towards music. But uh, me and him, you know, I like our conversations because we just kind of jump into the shit. This is uh, his second time on the podcast, and it's always a good time talking to him. I hope you guys enjoy. He's hustling. He's got shows. He's a busy dude, so make sure to follow his social media down below and show love. And once again, thank you for listening. I think we're have stabilized everything. But how the fuck am we gonna follow this? Uh, 25 centimeter jam alive. Picking the lock, mama, look at me now. Broken with the chipping and the smile. Landscape truck, I'll be whipping in style. Cutting the grass, i been ripping the weeds. Triple on time, drag it like a fiend. Lows on the track better come with the heat. Soaking the knowledge. I learned from elite lyricists to keep feeding the streets. Gold is a mentality. We keep shining. on the tape if you're feeling this iron. Armstrong 9. All
1: right. Hey, man, how you doing? Good man. How about you,
2: dude? I'm just happy to be living and everything. It's pretty uh, cold out here in Los Angeles, but it's, it's not too bad, man. You know the day's been going good. But uh, how's how's Texas been, man? Because um, how how do the winters get in Texas? I'm pretty sure they could they, they seem pretty rough sometimes.
1: Uh, well, last winter was pretty rough, especially for some because of the whole like separate grid that we're on. Uh failed I guess a good amount of people and they were left without like electricity and I think they had some like even uh, issue I don't know if they had issues they didn't have issues with flooding that was something else but um, their electricity was out and it was super cold and it was snowing so it was kind of crazy but luckily uh, my lights and my electricity were on so it wasn't too bad for me I just know some people did have uh the electricity cut off because of how cold it was like i think the, i think like i guess the machines froze or something like that so yeah it, it was something else let's say the least
2: at least from what i saw in the news it, it it was fucked up because it's just one of those things you know we as people we just don't really prepare for that that kind of shit because we're so used to having electricity. That when we don't have it, all of a sudden it's like, oh shit! How, how do we fix this? And I mean, I can only imagine that kind of a situation. I mean, I've I've gone through power outages, but to the extent with how cold it was, you can't put on your heater. There's people with families too. Like I, that's a of
1: It was like for days too. It wasn't like just for uh, a couple of hours. It was like for days.
2: Yeah, and the pipes were probably frozen.
1: Yeah. Right. Some yeah. I think the uh the whole apparatus, like the grid itself, I guess, was it froze. And I'm pretty sure because I said we were on a separate power grid, we had built the power grid that we use in Texas ourselves. And I guess what we built froze over. So And they did not, I guess, equip it with the proper, um, you know, the proper modifications for this period of time. And I guess they didn't predict that it was going to be this cold, but I think, I don't know if they did or didn't. They should have. No. They should have prepared better, basically. But, yeah. Yeah what's the saying?
2: Prepare for the worst, pray for the best. Isn't that it? So like you got to prepare for the worst.
1: Right. And it's like, I know you have to have some type of data that suggests that there's going to be a very cold like, winter coming up and you might want to prepare for that. Not even might you need to. Especially in
2: the state as big as Texas, man, there's a lot of people live there. It's very spread out, but even then, you know, it's, then there has to be some sort of attention paid by by the governing body, you know, in that kind of a situation.
1: Definitely, definitely. There was a, like, press conference about it and everything, and I don't think anybody really got in trouble for it, honestly. I don't think so. I think they're just going to say, okay, well, fuck it. We'll, we'll just go through another one, and I don't know if they've – I don't think they've made any modifications, I hope. That everything is gonna be cool, but no pun intended. But yeah, (laughs) I don't think (laughs) I don't think anybody has changed anything. I think they're just going on about business.
2: You know what it's like, like too, because whenever there's a press conference, it just shows like if Paul. All right, so like the only. Like way I see press conferences most of the time, it's usually for sports and politics. So it's one and the same at this fucking point. It's it's very weird. Like it's it's very uh, it's manufactured in a sense. That's why all this shit goes down. It's like the best you can do is go up there and say, oh, you know, I'm sorry. Like we didn't predict this, you know. But I just wanted to save a couple (laughs) extra dollars so we can put it in our pockets.
1: Pretty much. That's what the guy came on stage. That's what the guy said in his interview. It was like, I guess the head of whoever is in control of this power grid that we use, he he or the engineer or one of them or whatever. He came up on stage and kind of took the rap for it, but I don't think anything ever came of it or anything. He's just like, yeah, we fucked up, and then then that was pretty much it. So I don't know. I hope this winter is better than the last one for, for everybody though. We'll say that.
2: No, I, I hope so as well. And um, yeah, it's just one of those things where in, in with, with the way our climate is changing, like we don't know how it's going to affect everything. So we may not expect Texas, you know, to suffer a tough winter, but that happens. You know what I mean? Like anything, I, I'm a believer that anything can fucking happen. So for a governing body to completely just, yeah, yeah, we'll brush that off to the side and then come not not acknowledge the responsibility that they had. It's bullshit because, you know, you think, you know, you go to school, right, and, and you have this pressure instilled in you since you're young, you know, to, to hold responsibility for yourself and your actions, and then you look up and you see that the people holding power, they don't take any responsibility for their actions, and that's the mind
1: trick. Well, there's different rules for different people, honestly. When you think when you think about it because I feel like the reason most people are taught that's because most people are supposed to they want most people to, you know, obey the other people telling them what to do. But for the people who are telling you what to do, who are they obeying, really? I don't know. <laughs> Each other? I guess so. If it's cool with them, then it's all good. We don't have to. They don't really. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's a different. I don't know. It's a different paradigm. It's different.
2: You're you're very correct. It's 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 tough to project and like like I mean I project that uh, to predict like the moves of, of these people and that's where it's like you see the recklessness and we, we've see it. Feel- it's
1: wild. I don't think, I don't, I mean, specific things the that people they're in and like the conversations, like, you know, politicians or congressmen or whoever, like, in the government really has, yeah, you probably can't predict what they're saying. But can you predict what they will, what, what they will do, like, generally? Yes. Because yeah. they tend to repeat themselves, you know, just like history. I I i that's kind of the reason history repeats itself is because the people who are in charge of like you know running countries and such in a way repeat themselves and they kind of are the ones who write history I guess that's what people say so yeah history would repeat itself uh I, but yeah I see what you mean because like
2: like in the sense of history repeating itself. Like, I, I fucking see that because, and too with everything, like, and another thing is you see when people take sides in politics and I compared it to sports because it literally becomes, you know, uh, it, it's fucking the, the 49ers against the fucking, what is it, like, I don't know enough football teams, Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. It's like some shit like that. It gets corny. Like, I don't watch enough football. I totally just, like, blanked out. Like, I know more about college football. But it's it's a fucking trip, though, to see that there's, like, a lack of acknowledgement at points. But I really do. I'm a believer, though, that that most people, you know, are just kind of more introverted and they they're more reasonable and they don't really all fall into those pockets. But I, I just think you have this extreme angle where you have people pushing certain ideas on either end. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it's really, cr- and, and that's, that's the wild thing. It's like, wow. And then you have the more like-minded people who are just like, well, you know, we talk to each other and we're like, wow, this is wild, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's definitely always, I don't know. I feel like, yeah, there's always a message, you know, being pushed because I feel like honestly, if you want me to get real honest, and I wasn't even expecting to start off with this. <laughs> oh, dude, me neither. But like I said, we go deep, bro. Like, I, I just
2: was like, fucking up. Let's see where this goes.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, if you, if, shit, if you want me to be honest, I almost feel like, in a sense, Democrats and Republicans are really, like, one and the same. They just have different roles to play. And I feel like this administration is kind of showing that. A little bit, not even a little bit, kind of a lot, but it's like, okay, say you have like a room full of people, right, yeah, and then sorry, I was uh, no, a no, but let's say you have a room full of people, and you have two parties, and they both want to keep everyone in the room, okay. Some people don't mind staying in the room. Other people want to leave, okay? One party. One party's role in all of this is to say, okay, I'm for staying in the room. We're all going to stay in the room. That's the best way to do it. Let's stay in the room. And all the people who agree with him or agree with that party will go and, you know, be with that party because they're like, yeah, we want to stay in the room. But what do you do about the people who want to leave the room, right? If they form together or better yet, they even convince the other people to help them leave and they devise their own way and own plans on leaving, they may actually do it. So that's where the other party comes in. The other party is like, Hey, join me. We'll leave the room together. I'll make sure we leave the room. If you join me, I 100% guarantee we're going to leave this room. But their real agenda is to really keep everybody in the room, and they're just trying to corral the people who want to leave the room into their party so they can really take them nowhere, kind of, sort of. You get what I mean? I don't know. That's kind of a the long analogy. Way. Okay, yeah. I was like, that's kind no, that's of a, a long great
2: fucking analogy. No, it's a smart analogy. That's why I'm happy you said it.
1: So it's yeah. It's like I feel like that's kind of the roles that the parties play because when you think about it, no one really, no party really wants extreme change in our governance. On a on a on like a regular scale, like you would call a if you would think about a moderate quote unquote like a moderate Democrat. It, it, uh, Joe Biden, even. Joe Biden, our president. He doesn't want an extreme change in our governance. And the Republicans definitely don't want an extreme change in our governance. If anything, they want us to go back even further, right? So it's yeah, the same definitely. thing though. But they both want the same system to stay intact with no wild, with no, not wild, but no Uh, extreme or extensive changes, you know what I mean? So one party is going to be like, we're going to do all of this. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to cancel student debt. We're going to do this, 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 and then they don't do it. And that's exactly what the Republicans wanted anyway. And they both really kind of want that because they both want, they don't want all this extreme change. A moderate doesn't really want that. And a moderate is supposed to be the average, like, Democrat Or Republicans. So it's like, no, we don't want to – they don't want anything to really change. They don't really want – they change as much as they have to either party because they both really want to keep you in the room. So it's like you have to really – you would really – that's why the Democrats, Democratic uh, voters – And people always really, really, really have to push the hand of, like, the party to do anything because they're only going to do as much as you pretty much make them do. As much as they say they're going to do all this and all that, that's really just them saying shit. They're only going to do as much as you push them to do. Meanwhile, on the Republican side, they don't have to push anything. They already agree with everything they say. That's why they join the party. They're like – I've never really heard, like, a hard Republican push for anything amongst, like, not in the same way as, like, you know, LGBTQ rights or blah, blah, blah. Like, that has to be a whole whole rollout, a whole protest, a whole this, a whole that. I've really never seen Republicans have, like, a huge protest, marching down the street, you know, uh, uh, blocking highways, like, just going, just doing, like, a massive scale like CNN, MSNBC, like all news coverage protests like that, because they already agree with what the party is doing. So they, but on the Democratic side, like I said, they want to really keep you where you are. So you really, really, really got to push to get anything. And then you still like maybe disappointed. Cause it, and that's the problem with the two-party system. It it just shows so that's just what
2: I think, though. Kind of. I, I, re- I really know. I, I see what you mean. And I really – because I, I have a few angles I want to go with it because I really have this firm belief that corporate interest is really the thing running our government in a sense. Not not the. I think it's the main objective factor because only, no, when we when we think it. about lobbyists, all that shit,
1: it feeds into it. But it makes sense. It makes perfect sense because you gotta think about the system in which you're under. It's capitalism, right? It's not unbridled, but the primary objective of capitalism is capital. That's what it's not any other thing. It's capital. That's the primary that's it's in the name. So if your system is primarily capitalistic, that means the most you would be interested in is money, is capital. That's the thing you would be most interested in. Everything else would literally be secondary, even if it's not unbridled, because you're a, primary, you're a primarily capitalistic, uh, you know, government. If you were maybe a socialistic capitalist government or something like that, then we would have an argument, or even like a communist capitalistic government, we would have an argument because now something else is coming first, and even though it's not all the way that type of governance, there's still capitalism involved. But this is not that. This is just capitalism light, if you want to call it that, because it's not unbridled. I'll give you that. It's not unbridled. But it's the primary goal of our government because we're a capitalist society. And in a capitalist society, I would think capital will come first. That's why it's in the name. So yeah, I think corporate governance, I think capital runs the show. So if you're a big ass corporation, then you run the show. And that's the way that the government wants it because they also want capital because they are part of the capitalist system. <laughs> So it's like, yes, I definitely agree with you. I, I definitely, a hundred percent agree with that notion.
2: And and the and, sad thing is, is like, with oh, sorry to interrupt. Continue.
1: Oh no, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. I was, I think I was kind of interrupting you. So I'm sorry.
2: Oh oh no no, I'm, i I felt like I interrupted you, but I um I it's really interesting because like to, to go off of what you're saying. Uh, even even in, like, we talk about, like, capitalism, like, it's interesting how, in a way, like, capitalism can eat itself in a fashion when it's abused because it, it's, yeah. when you see so many big businesses overtaking these small ones, it takes mm-hmm. away from the overall economy because ever since COVID, man, like, so many small businesses have gone through it, and I really feel for um, all of the owners – because a lot of them are just really good people with families, and they just, you know, they took a chance, and, and they were doing good up until
1: a point that some uh-huh. shit
2: we all couldn't control.
1: And the problem is, this is where the problem comes in, because I like capitalism. I don't think it's like a horrible thing. I really don't. Um, but when it's prime – and when your, con- when your country's governance is primarily capitalistic, what you just said – even though it's horrible, comes secondary to capital. So if it's going to infringe on capital too much Ah, for whoever is running the show, I'm sorry. I'm really, I'm not, and I'm not trying to be callous or anything. I'm just telling you. No, you're not. You're right. I really feel it is. Like, I'm sorry. But at the end of the day, we all got a business to run. Because this is a capitalist society, like that's what I—that's what I mean by saying it's—it's. It's, I don't think it should be that way necessarily, but I just feel like that's how it is. You no,
2: know, you make a point because I mean it's all in the wording and stuff. Because I, I see things in a, in a way I feel like I feel like this with with humanity as a whole. I feel like whenever we drift towards one extreme angle, like going fully communistic or, or being yeah. fully a, a capitalistic yeah. society, I
1: that's don't where be we fuck fucking I don't really want to – I definitely don't want to be in a communist society, really. I mean, I'm not going to say definitely. Let me put it this way. I probably don't even know enough about the other two to have a fully thought-out opinion. I know enough to maybe give a couple of comments, but beyond that, most of most people don't. You might know what you heard in middle school a long, long time ago if you can't even remember that, but besides that, all you do is hear it on TV with a negative connotation. That's about it. Nothing above that. No facts about it. No theories because it's, it's deeper than just a general thought. Like there's a lot of history and a lot of – and the thing about it, though, the thing, this is the thing about that type of society, though. Like – especially communism, if I'm correct, the theoretical, I guess, quote, unquote, ideal communist government never has never come to fruition. It's always getting it's always gotten fucked up (laughs) along the way, I guess, because people just don't work that way. Maybe I don't know. But it's always gotten fucked up along the way. It's never really came fully to fruition. Now, I know there are socialist governments out there, and honestly, they seem to be doing all right to me. Doesn't mean I'd want to be in one. I'm just saying they seem to be doing all right. I really don't want any type of extreme like that, per se, because socialism can also have an extreme that doesn't work. I'm pretty sure that's happened in history, too, but I'll give it to them. I'd rather be in that than some other places that are communist that I'm not even going to go with. I'm not even going to go there today. (laughs) (laughs) but let me just, let me just leave it at that.
2: Hey man, this is like pirate radio. This is how we do it. Like I like, I like (laughs) the idea of just speaking your mind. Like I, the thing is like when I created this podcast, my goal was just to have open, free conversations with artists. And I think, you know, like if people listening would feel any kind of way, it's like just, this is a conversation between just two idealistic people. And and I think the thing is, like, I, I'm in a, I'm in agreement to an extent where, I think, when we talk all right, we got to look at the word, right? You brought up capitalism and capital and how it all feeds in. I think communism, community. I think, yeah, I, I feel exactly. like this. I feel like if you have like a community of maybe 35 people, communism might might work, but. I think the and yeah. yeah. and mm-hmm. an issue with government at points is because I genuinely believe that to be a politician you have to be power hungry. And I think when you're power hungry you want to consume more and then naturally that naturally that kind of goes against communism and, and I don't know, something I feel like there's just some leftover caveman shit like to there are that needs like, oh, conquer or fucking just I don't know. You know what I mean? I just think like there is something innate within the the people who want to be politicians that you have to hunger for power, right? And and I just think that hunger is unquenchable. I mean, or unquenchable, unsatiable. What the fuck? It's supposed to be thirst. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I get what you mean. Yeah. I get what you mean. And yeah, definitely. Uh, I think that a good example of that is you could probably take – any presidential candidate, almost, and pretty much almost any congressman, right, put them in a race against someone else that they know, let's just say they theoretically know, 100% is the better choice for the country. And they will still probably try to tear down this guy or run against him and, and beat him. Even though they know, and yes, there's no way to really know, so you can say that, but I'm just saying the attitude is as if, even though they could know 100%, yeah, I would not be nearly, he would not, he'd be so much better than than the other politician. And that politician would still fucking probably try to run a, a race and talk shit about him too. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> and it's not that I hate politicians or anything like that. I'm not saying that. I just think that, like anything else, it's a business. It it just goes back to what our government is. It's a capitalist government. And, you know, for some people, you know, if you get the power, the business will follow. How do you think you have the power? By doing business. It doesn't even always have to be about money, but it's business. And the power of business, obviously, is about capital. So it's like it's, it's just it just comes full circle, so obviously people have their own motivations. I think that there are people who come into it with different intentions, but I don't know. I'm not saying everybody's like that. I don't really think Ilhan's like that. I don't know I don't know about a o c and not because I've heard things in the news, I just haven't looked at her enough, I guess, in recent times, but I just I just probably know for a fact that Ilhan's probably not like that. She seems like she's not like that. AOC's probably, I guess, maybe, I don't know. She seems like she's getting into, like, the limelight getting a lot of fame, which is cool. I guess fame, yeah, which is cool and know. I'm not saying that's bad, but, you know, there's going to be more people trying to pressure her. I know she probably gets a lot of pressure, so hopefully, you know, she's standing up to it. But, I don't really know. I'm not going to say Bernie is. I don't think Bernie's really like that. But don't get it twisted. Bernie got money, too. Like, he ain't no, he's no, he's no, no pauper on the street, okay? He, he does have money. But, yeah, I don't really think he's necessarily like that either. But I think most people, most politicians kind of like that. I don't like that, man.
2: It's the ultimate manipulation in a sense because Bernie Sanders, you know, it's interesting. It it almost it all feels like a, a play because you see, um, Bernie he dropped out of the race or something, and no, they he sabotaged Why? No, 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 no. Yeah, no. I mean, they, he was forced to drop out of it, or like the way they. Yeah, because they sabotaged it. And there's it's interesting though. Like you look at that, and it's almost like Jesus. Like that's mafia shit. Like you really like look at everything, considering the space of government, and it falls down mm-hmm. to mafia gangster shit every time because they they pretty much put a gun it's like a, on Bernie no, Sanders no, and
1: said, no, no get out of here. Like, You gotta. And then they try to kick him with snow. a sexual scandal on the on the way out. Get so your ass out of here. That's <laughs> that's what I feel like. This, that's what I feel like happened to him. They're like, oh, you're gonna run again? You're gonna run again? Are you gonna make some noise again? After we told you the first time, it ain't gonna be you. Oh, you know what? Get out and sexual scandal on the way out. Get out of here. Get out
2: Wait, here. that happened? I, I wasn't keeping up with the news that well, so that happened too? He had a scandal?
1: Yeah, he did, but I don't really think much came of it. It was just kind of like a smear. What did he do? Bit.
2: What did he do? Something, because Joe
1: Biden creepy. Well, no, Something Joe Biden, had, they tried to do that to Joe Biden at first too because I don't know who they wanted to run it I don't know what they want. Trump is place. creepy too.
2: Hey Democrat Republican. No, Trump, not Trump just creepy. is not creepy. Listen,
1: listen, listen, listen. listen he's listen. on top of it. That, that man is beyond man. he's beyond creepy from from he's things wild. I've seen in, in court documents. Court documentation that's publicly available. This man, especially if what was alleged was done, he's beyond creepy. And you know what was so funny? When I was younger, I was real young, so it's hard to remember. But when I was younger, I remember him getting involved in some type of scandal, like sexual scandal. But it was so hard to remember because I I was literally like maybe five years old or something like that. And it was on TV for a second. Like, and then it was like off. It was like, it was like gone. Like it was a hot – they were really heating up. They were really heating up. I was probably a little bit older because five is kind of hard to remember something like that. I'm maybe six or seven, and it was getting a little – it was getting heated. They were starting to really heat up, and then all of a sudden the news just went away, just all – it left all in one fell swoop. I, I kid you not. And when I got older and he started running again, a little bit of it peeped up, but then it was kinda of taken out again. It didn't even really get to the news at this point. But he's been accused of a lot. So Trump is beyond creepy. He's beyond creepy. He he with Jeff Epstein and them boys. Oh that's yeah, his, no,
2: that that's what I was gonna get to. He was a fucking he's no he's not above any of that shit. He's a sick fuck.
1: Probably with Tom too, or whatever his name is. Uh from from the from the UK, the kingdom. Whatever the fuck oh. his name is. I can't remember. Tom, Tom. Adam, something—I don't know. Hey, he's a, he's a, royal family? Yeah, like uh, you know the the son. He had to be excommunicated, and he had to like—I think he might have even had to leave the country. I don't know, but he was disowned, excommunicated because everybody else found out. They knew. Come on now, if everybody—if we found out, you had to have had some type of inclination. I feel like he just—he just got caught, and they're like, "Well, we're gonna have to kick you out." Because you know, his pet he was caught with uh like for pedophilia. Yeah. That was the worst of the fucking worst, bro. It's like some of the most disgusting mm-hmm. shit on the planet. And I've heard and you know what's so crazy? I had heard Epstein's name before. Um I had heard his name before. Uh before like he he came up with the scandal and stuff. And I almost remember I, I'm I don't want to say for sure but I think I heard about it because I saw his name in one of those documents I read uh on Trump's thing. Cause the document I read was was, was fucking crazy and the news isn't reporting on it for a reason because he got a grip, man, or something. I don't know. Because there's no way in hell anybody else really gets away with all that stuff. And is it in the news every day getting sprayed for it? Or it's not everywhere. Like, because you've th- you got to think about every other presidential candidate that has ever ran. They've had to be spotless. Obama, spotless. As far as, as far as scandals go, the only thing they ever could say is he smoked weed when he was, like, I guess younger, but who cares. And... I don't give a fuck. And he wore... A tan suit one time when he stepped off the plane. And that was them trying to manufacture some type of scandal for this man. That's all they could come up with. And guess what his a wife did? Suit? A tan suit coming off Air Force One or, or at a press conference or something. And they tried to skewer this man for it because they couldn't find any real, like, you know, uh, beef. They couldn't find any real fucking scandal they could not find a speck on this man because if they could have boy let me tell you they had to make shit up he wasn't even born in this country he had, they had to make that up he's a muslim they had to make that up. they had to make shit up because they didn't have anything they didn't have anything so it's like and, and his wife they didn't have anything on his wife either they had to make shit up about her they said man she uh came off of air force one with her arms out that's literally what was a that was her scandal Her arms are out one time. That was her scandal. They didn't have anything. Spotless. But then you have Trump, and he has, you don't have to make up shit. There's no reason to make up nothing because he got everything you need. Let me tell you, the media loved him too. That's probably why they didn't run that shit because they knew that that would take him out. If It came out that he had some literally like accusations of pedophilia against him a presidential cool. candidate, and you, you put that on the news 24-7 instead of all this little other bullshit he does, don't kill him. that take him away. Nobody want really even want to hear about him. You couldn't blast him on the news 24-7 after he's out of the presidency, mind you, you wouldn't be able to do that. The media loved him, MSNBC, CNN, Fox. I don't care. I don't care what major news outlet you are. Out of those three, out of any other one you can think of, really, they all loved him. He was a media darling, okay? Like, whether you talked about him bad or good, he just was the gift that kept on giving. They gave him the presidency. They literally gave this man the presidency because when you think about it, there was no other candidate that was even covered on any station not nearly to the extent that trump was not nearly to that extent so it's like the only candidate you even think of really is trump and then if you don't want to vote for him then you just don't really vote <laughs> because there's like no other candidate that they're even blast. it's like subliminal messaging almost he had the best news coverage of any president i i he had one of the best news coverages i've ever seen for a president because he didn't give a fuck about the criticism and he like he leaned into it, and the and the news just kept giving it to him, just over and over, just twenty four. I stopped watching. I literally stopped watching because I was like, "Bro, this is just too much." Like you just shoving this man down my fucking throat. Pause. No reason. <laughs> it's like what the fuck? What are, you, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? It's like you ain't gonna cover nobody else. I just stopped watching. So, yeah, of course he was going to – he still didn't even win the popular vote. That's crazy. He still lost by, like, 7 million or 4 – like, millions by millions. And he got 24-7 news coverage. And he still gets news coverage more than our president right now to this day. He still getting more news coverage than Biden. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Because you – lo- in love with him. They love to talk about him, bad or good. It's just – that he, that he probably gives them the highest amount of clicks, ratings, streams, all that. So they're just like, and what did I tell you in the beginning? It's about the business. It's about money. So you're a news outlet. You want people to view you. You need you want as many views as possible. That helps your business. Shit. You're about to run some more Trump stories because you don't want to run. I hate that he said this because you don't want to run fucking, uh what's his name? Sleepy Joe. That's what you call him. And that's literally what the media thinks, because they don't cover that man at all, and he don't really talk. And they still trying to say shit about Trump. It's like, can you just stop? He's not even in the presidency no more, but they want him to. They want him to be president again, unless there's going to be someone else who's more pleasurable to deal with and just as popular. <laughs> they're going to want. They're going to want him to be uh, president again. Like I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't care what what station it is. I just feel like. If they didn't like him at all, if they really thought he was so repulsive, they would stop covering him. They really would. Not at, not at this capacity. Nobody even cares. It just
2: especially we banned him off Twitter, right? It's like we can't like we're going to ban off Twitter, take him off mood. all
1: them. All them. That's great that they did that now, but they should have did it when he was president. Because guess what? There's nothing he could have done legally, like. He has no right. They he, he have no right. I don't I'm I'm almost I'm positive. Almost positive. He had no right to, to do anything to them. It's a private company. They can put whoever they want on their platform as long as they're not discriminating against a protected class. Yeah, pretty much you can uh you can do that. So bro, you should have been done that. But I'm glad they banned him now though because that really gave he's really Gotten hurt. He's really hurt by that media, that social media stuff. though. I'm telling you, he's hurting. The only thing keeping him alive right now is guess who? The news. They're the only ones covering him. That's it. Think about it. Where else do you even hear about him?
0: I don't even really That's hear about true. him.
1: On Insta- I don't even really hear about him on Instagram or social media anymore at all. The only place I hear about this man is on the news. Why? Why? So, I love this man. I don't care what news station you are. You love this man. He makes you, he gives you the best views. He gives you the most eyeballs. Guarantee it. You can try to flip, make the numbers seem like it's different too. But I'm telling you, I know that's what, that's the only reason you'd run them. Because you think it's newsworthy. Because why? Because you think other people are going to watch it. And it's giving you information on that person. So, okay. Just, yeah. It, it
2: genuinely it's the absurdity of um I don't know, it's almost it's almost cartoonish like gonzo journalism because you, you look at everything that's happened, like we have this crazy, creepy, you know, racist, lazy fuck who, who was originally mm-hmm. a reality show icon, become our president and it's very um I don't know, it's it's a, it's beyond distasteful, but it's also it goes to show the warp. And how quickly things can change. Right. And when we literally had someone as legible as Barack Obama, who was just, who just right. genuinely was seemed like a good guy.
1: Media outlets literally became the producers of a social, of a of a fucking reality show. CNN, CNN, MSNBC, and Fox literally, literally became the producers of a reality TV show by Trump because they cut up all the clips, they put them out, they disseminated them over and over 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 again, talked about them, talked about them, talked about them, talk about them, about and made it all all-big TV show for everybody watching. it's like, I'm telling you, they want to do it again. They really do. I'm sorry. I started eating chips. I was getting too comfortable.
2: No, you're all good, bro. No, listen, this is what it's about. I, I feel you because it's like – it's the charade. It's it's really the, the charade and the puppeteering. And then it, it's because the media wants to push it because they get views and clicks from people who don't like Trump and people who support him. And that's mm-hmm. like this... And, and and people are forgetting, we got to acknowledge that this man incited a riot and an insurrection. That man incited that and he should have been in prison.
1: hmm the thing about like it I, is, I want to say this, though. And mm-hmm. this is what... The media is not telling you because they want to push a narrative. If they hate him, they still love him, but they're never going to agree with him on anything, really, at all. And for the most part, they shouldn't. But they won't tell you this. Getting someone for inciting a riot is very, 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 very hard. It's very hard because this is a – it's – almost like an exception, if you will, to the right of freedom of speech in a way, like because we will punish you for what you're about to say. And there are certain elements that have to be met in order for inciting a riot. And one of them would be a clear and immediate action, basically, To cause, um, to pretty much you know cause a riot. The thing about Trump's statement is, what I imagine they would argue is, his statement was honestly, maybe this is what they would argue, just ambiguous enough to not be as clear as saying you literally almost have to say, okay guys, let's go over there, let's rush the Capitol. And let's, you know, kill whoever gets in our way and just ransack the place. You have to say something like that. It has to be, like, almost that clear. And that's the only saving grace I feel like for his statements because you could – everybody could tell. Everybody can tell, like, you started that shit. Anybody with half a brain could really see that. But – under the under the letter of the law, you you may they would probably argue no, it wasn't clear enough, and and they might get away with it. That's probably why they really haven't really been charged with that. Um, there haven't been any charges brought because the law that's a very very hard thing to get someone, uh, you know, locked up for honestly. Let alone the president. I mean, even look at look at, uh, shit, Travis Scott. You know, people say he started, he his actions started riots. Other people say they didn't. It's not really clear. The only thing that would really be clear is if he said, hey, guys, everybody, look at me. Let's break everything around us and just go crazy and storm the stage and, like, just take out the security guards and start beating each other. Like, you literally literally have to name out what you want them to do, almost, for that to stick. So, yeah, that's why he really hasn't been charged, even though, in my opinion, yeah, I think he should go to jail for doing something like that. I just know that the defense is pretty strong, actually. Like, if you were going to go to court over it, that's what I would probably argue and i would i wouldn't but i wouldn't because i'd never be his lawyer like i would never do something like that but yeah
2: and that's why i like picking your brain because you're very educated in this area and, and even in our last podcast we talked about certain things underlying underlying with laws and it's it's the legalese language to me is a language that we are not taught enough um, mm-hmm. To protect ourselves, you know, it's very fucked up mm-hmm. because you you don't have to learn it until you're, you're in trouble. And by then, it's kind of too late.
1: Let me say this, you know, at first I said there were different rules for different people. And in a sense, that's true. But there are also just rules people don't know. People just don't know. And if they knew better, they probably do better, but they don't know. And there's a reason. This is a need to – they don't want you to know. People don't want you to know. Even in general, some people, they have knowledge about something, they don't want to tell nobody. I don't want to tell nobody. It. It's like, I don't know. But everybody has not. – I'm not going to say everybody has an agenda, but I feel like when I watch the news, I don't even really watch the news like that anymore. I used to watch a lot that's the thing growing up like when i was little like when i was a teenager i watched cnn like i don't get me wrong i still watch like nickelodeon uh cartoon network uh you know all the shows adult swim i still probably watch adult swim sometimes of this day but yeah, man, that's the shit. hell yeah but i also watched cnn like that was in the rotation like, because my parents used to watch it, and I was honestly a little interested in what was going on, and it was, and, and this is the craziest thing to me, it was like a show, it was like a, it was like a story, so that's the that's the craziest thing. It kind of kept me entertained, and as I got older, I was like, well, this ain't really supposed to just be entertainment, uh, so. Yeah, I don't really watch it that much anymore because I feel like it's too much. There's a lot of spin. I'll read the news more so. And I listen to NPR. I mean, I like that. They they probably have some spin on their shit too, but it's, at least it's minimal. But, yeah, damn. It's it's not, it's uh,
2: interesting. And, I mean, I love this kind of conversation, though, because it's honest and it's I think that more people need to just kinda of hear shit like this just as
0: Alright, guys thank you for listening to the podcast i appreciate it a lot make sure to leave a review leave a good comment on youtube like subscribe follow all that good shit to kind of boost our numbers but anyway once again much love to adama go follow him support his music and just show love thank you guys for listening chase talks hip-hop signing off I'm not to be to Watering shifts and losing the red, weaving in patterns, right to the left, coming in clutch like I paid off some debt. With the ace in my pocket. I stacked to the deck, buried under floorboards, over your head. I love you, my lady. Over the pain. Yeah. Over the under, yeah. under this rain, drip on your scalp, hand run through your braids Microdose, I might not do it for me. I won't do it for me. I need it all here, I need it to be. Lost in the sky while I walk in the sea. Yeah. At this moment, once mom, I was happy, we could be close once I was happy, took me a dollar well. to drive from a coin.
1: Once I was hoping
0: once I was hoping Took me a Awoke the moment Once I was hoping we could be close once I was open Took me a dose Awoke my coma praise in the moment Once I was hoping once I was open, took me a dose. I woke up my comb, I'm sick as Corona. Electric is raiding Toyota Tacoma on top of the pavement. Whipping and riding. Losing my patience, blatant disregard. I have my guard down. lose my mind and shoot my heart down. I shoot, my heart down. I shoot my heart down, yeah.